Mindful of being in the right place at the right time, and being the right man, he said with a broad wink. I don't know how many times I've been on this same train and met up with folks like you going west. I have great admiration for people with that kind of dreams, he leaned closer, and I'm in the business of making them come true. Leastways, helping make them come true, he lowered his voice. But you gotta be careful about getting your wagon, your mules or oxen, your supplies. The merchants and storekeepers at these towns where the wagon trains set out from are like foxes, ready to devour unsuspecting emigrants like yourselves. Not that you ain't got a good head on your shoulders, no siree Bob. I seen that right away. You, young lady, and this here young man, I could tell you know where it's at, but... He shook his head. Heard some sad tales of folks being... A worried look crossed his face. Well, unless you know what you're doing. At his words, Sonny suddenly felt the full weight of what they had done. Buoyed with enthusiasm, she had ignored all the warnings, relatives' dire predictions of the hazards of the undertaking... It was she who had read the glowing emigrant's handbook from cover to cover, committing to memory just what they would need to purchase to become part of one of the wagon trains going west. Her hands clutched her small purse, in which was most of the cash they had received from the sale of the house, the furniture, the cow, their three horses. This was the first time since they had left home that she felt she might have taken on more than she could handle. Now the fear that she might not be able to choose wisely— make good assessment of value on buying a wagon, trust the merchants to deal fairly, made her weak with apprehension. Isn't there someone we could talk to? Someone to consult? Sonny had asked Faraday in a faltering voice. Yes, ma'am, there sure is. Mr. Faraday laughed heartily. He jabbed his thumb into his chest. You're looking right at him. Faraday proceeded to tell them that he was willing to do for them what he'd done for countless others starting out to the new part of the country. More than willing, he assured them. Then he explained how he could procure their outfit, wagon, mules, and other necessary equipment, for them, and save them from being cheated by unscrupulous suppliers who fed off the ignorant. That is very kind of you, Mr. Faraday, but I don't know whether we should impose on your goodwill. Won't that take a great deal of trouble and time for you? From your own business in Fairfax City? Sonny was torn by her natural reluctance to rely on a stranger. However, the relief of turning over the responsibility to someone more knowledgeable than she to outfit them for the journey west was greater. Well, ma'am, I took to you and this young fellow the minute I set eyes on you both. I says to myself, says I... Now there's a pair of fine, upstanding, ambitious young people, ready to face the future and expand this great country of ours. It would be a pleasure, no, let's say a downright honor, to assist such a couple. He then told them the best way to handle the transaction. He drew a stubby pencil out of his vest pocket, searched in the pocket of his jacket, and brought out a crumpled envelope, turned it over and started writing down a list of items to be bought jotting the possible price in an opposite column. His lips moved as he counted, audibly but under his breath, and therefore unintelligible to them. At last, with pursed mouth and a frown, he gave a sigh and rattled off a sum, 
That's only a by guess and by golly based on the prices the last time I did this for friends. But I'm sure I can do better than this, given a little time. His eyes squinted as he beamed at them both. And it might take time, searching around, comparing prices, getting the best deal. So what I suggest is this. When we get to the train stop right before Independence, a place called Cottonwood, you two get off and go to the hotel there, get a room. I'll ride on into town and do my bargain hunting and finagling. Then when I've got your outfit hitched and packed, I'll bring it over so that you can take it on out to the Oakmont. That's where all the wagons assemble for a few days before leaving. They call it the rendezvous yard. He handed the envelope over to Sonny. She drew a sharp breath. The total was more than half of all the money she had. But they were-